In for the Night is a podcast that discusses movies, random topics, and gives you an excuse to just stay in for the night. And you already get to take a shot because the dogs are growling in the background. Mm, might need to adjust the camera. Why? Because this is not as... I need to scoop forward some, I guess. You're good right now. You're fine. Yeah, I can still see your head. Mm, okay. It's not cut off. But stop moving around. Move around if I freaking want. No. Anyway. Hi, my name's Katie. I have cold... I have, what is it? Are they called cold sores in my mouth? Yeah. And my eye is itchy. And what is a cold sore, though? I don't know. You want, to call, you want me to say cons- herp? Is it contagious? Yes. Can I get it? If it's contagious, you can get it. No kissing, then. I guess we're going to play Pretty Woman. I just hate that. You've been doing that a lot. <laughs> if you can't see, guess what, guys? You should join Patreon so you can see our lovely facial expressions because we have them. Gorgeous facial expressions. And you can get access for a dollar a month. A dollar? That's expensive. A dollar? <laughs> it's like three cents a day. <laughs> Probably less than that. No, 30 times three is 99. Well, mm. yeah, 33. No, 30, 93. I was like, that's not right. <laughs> so it's like four cents a day. Yeah, see, there you go. I, Five cents a day. I don't know. Some sort of cents a day, but it's not. <laughs> Some centage. <laughs> math is hard. I did really good math earlier. That was my math for the day. Now it's like, that's it. Done. That, that's it. No this more week, good math. This week has been so fucking hard. Like. I've had to talk on the phone so much, and that is, like, the worst thing in my life. That's your favorite thing to do is talk I on the phone. I hate it. I'm, like, I, like, look at the phone. I was on the, I was doing cardio, and one of, like, the project managers for the company we for was calling me, and I only had three minutes left on my, my cardio, and I was like, bitch button. I'm not. Like, no, I'm just done. I'm done boop. with you. Boop, boop. And I'm like, if you're a friend of mine and you think calling me is appropriate, it's not. It is. Call her no. all the time. When you she call loves me, it. When you call me, I'm just like. <sighs> Especially at like seven in the morning. That's when she really likes being I hate called. It. I like I get called at seven thirty in the morning from project managers saying, "Hey, I need, I have a question." And I'm like, "Bitch, I'm not even up." Yeah, I'm gonna start calling you at that time. You're not even up. I I usually stay up until seven, so I am up. Seven and you go to bed and you sleep. Yeah, until like twelve or one. So ha, huh. <laughs> fight, uh. fight, fight you, you. fight Freaking you, fight. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm saying <laughs> that's the worst. People, wow. <laughs> I feel very scattered right now, and it's just kind of funny. I went to, I was like, I need to pick me up. I need caffeine, so I went to Starbucks and I got their new poppin, poppin, poppin. <laughs> That's nice. a new I guess thing. They put drugs in there too. <laughs> Pumpkin cream cold brew. I love cold brew. It tastes really good. But this one just was bitter. It was really bitter. I don't know what was up with it. Maybe it was just I got like the she bottom of it. Didn't get the... me nothing. I asked you if you wanted something, and you Be-be. said you wanted. Stop. Sorry. So she... everybody, take another shot. She's I licking just... herself. She has really bad allergies, like we've said a million times before. But I just sprayed her. With, with some let's i guess show it spray, and so. it works if you have a dog that's itchy show it on the camera 
if uh, if you have a dog that's itchy, um, we got her this and we sprayed on her. It's Burt's Bees Dog Itch Soothing Spray. Go ahead and do, use it. It actually works. She doesn't itch yeah, as much. Now she was just licking it. So I, I mean, was it's, just trying to... it's probably tasty. It's all natural. She she can lick it. I just don't want her licking it off because then she's probably going to be itchy again. It's all natural. All natural. It's like Burt's Beeswax for like your lips. I think this is kind of the same thing. Burt's Bees. You can just spray it on lips. Stop. Oh, don't they? Do they ever have a lip spray? No. Not that I know. Go all over your mouth or like your. You know those face. women who like put like lipstick around the outside of their mouth to make their lips look bigger. It doesn't, folks. Don't do or it. Or they just get bigger lips because, you know, that's just what society does nowadays. Uh, they just get fake everything. My bestie L, she was telling me about because I she had lip gloss and the lip gloss to look yellow like. It was old or something. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, no, no, no. That's brand new. It's supposed to make my lips bigger. And she's like, after two weeks of using it every day, multiple times a day, your lips are supposed to look bigger. And I was like. Yeah, probably because they're like <laughs> infected or inflamed. No, it's it's supposed to like help with the blood flow to your lips. It has caffeine in it or something. I don't know. But I'm just like, just be born with big lips. Duh. <laughs> or just go get surgery done. Or just be Like black. it's like duck lip. I have yeah, really big lips. No. Duck lips are sad. You're sad. I am. Oh. <laughs> we haven't won a lottery yet, so. We will. All right, folk. Well, how was your week? You didn't say anything. You didn't ask me. I just asked you. Uh, no, you didn't. I will snap you like a twig. I am not that skinny. Uh, peachy. Um, about to be moving back at the end of this month, so. Be fun time. We don't have to worry about commuting anymore, so that'll be good. Yeah, we're recording this on the first of September, so if anything important happens and we don't say it, it's because we're <laughs> recording this early. What important happens? I don't know. If something happens in the news or something. Well, oh, everything's always happening in the news. We don't read, but yeah. So that's it. Let's get into the meat and potatoes. Nobody wants potatoes to hear and meat. <sighs> Nobody wants to hear us chit chat about shit. Uh, yeah, they do. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. How no, do they know? don't. They told you? Exactly. Oh, exactly. Oh, my gosh. I did not realize that. Truman Hanks, um, Tom Hanks' son, is Otto Anderson. His, like He's the younger version of Otto. The, the round-faced guy. Oh, okay, fuck remember. it. Just read. Just read. Do I don't remember. Don't. Well, then what's the point, A dude? A man... Called Otto. O T T O. Are you just doing? <laughs> Are you doing a dramatic reading of? No, that's what he would say. He's like Otto. O T T O. He would spell it every single time. I know. Time. I, yeah, I yeah. Did you not watch the movie? I watched it. It was good and sad. Clearly not. Clearly you didn't watch it. <laughs> uh, so we have already said title twenty twenty two. It is on um, ne- oh wait it's on Netflix so if you want to watch it go ahead and watch it it is very good thank you continue that's what we do at the end I'm just saying days. sorry uh we have I am D Bizzle we got a seven point five out of ten should be a ten I mean seven point five is rotten good. potatoes we have a seventy percent really mm-hmm. that's it oh. should be a hundred percent all those haters out there. Fifi. She like, looks at Lala. She looks at Lala. Um, so like some of the comments. In a nutshell, heartfelt, hilarious, and moving. 
I wouldn't really consider it hilarious. Uh, oh, okay. That that younger um, version of him. I don't understand how you could not understand that. Fucking, I didn't know. Um, synopsis. Penis, peni. When a lovely young family moves in next door, grumpy widower Otto Anderson meets his match in a quick-witted pregnant woman named Mari Soul, leading to an unlikely friendship that turns his world up side down that was so slow you're freaking welcome <laughs> uh we have tom hanks as otto anderson we have truman hanks as otto anderson we have marianne mariana trevino as marisol we have rachel keller as sonia uh mac beta as malcolm Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to look that up another time. Uh, let's see who else we have: Manuel Garcia, Ruf, Rufo as Tommy, <laughs> oh the the nitwit, <laughs> and then Rita Wilson. Rita Wilson. Rita Wilson. I, I think love that's her. it. Um. um so oh, it's, it shows it further down. Okay, yeah. So oh, it God. it was a different like. I am like, look, the IMDB is like different, but I just didn't scroll down to where the the normal part what is of the it normal is. is. That's the that's the normal. Oh, okay. That's what I normally read. Um, so seventy four percent of Google users like this movie. Nice. Uh, box office was one hundred and thirteen point one million doll hairs, and director is Mark Forrester. For for, yeah, Forrester. Oh my God, are you just struggling today? No, it's it's not like it's not like the normal Forrester. The E is okay. You didn't even look at it. I didn't want to look at it. We have a show. We can't just go back and forth like this. I can go back and forth. All right. One. So this movie uh, starts out, and I at a okay. What? You can if you are a Patreon member, you could see what he just did. I didn't do anything. There is proof. Not, no, there's not. There is proof. Not until With someone your baby ass it. tongue sticking yeah. out. Yeah, and you love this baby ass tongue. That sounds really bad. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so in the beginning of this movie, uh, we enter through. Oh, Jesus Christ! What are you doing? I'm blinking. Can I not blink? No. Stop. Okay. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Oh, my God. We're not doing this dog thing all the time. Yes, we are. Because she's going to lick it. off all the stuff. Stop. Just lay down and be cute. Okay. Take a shot, guys. Take two shots. Uh, so we end up in a store, and he's looking for shit, and he buys rope, and then he gets to the register, and he only has five feet of rope, but they charge him for six feet, and then he has an argument with the like the cashier. And I'm like, I relate so much to Otto in this movie because he's grumpy and everybody's an idiot. You are grumpy. Which is very true. You are like, grumpy. People just don't have social awareness and they don't think through their actions. And I'm just like. Well, they don't have a six foot rope thing. They are, they only charge by the yard. Yeah. Yeah. So he cut himself short. So he should have just got one more foot of rope. But then it would be too long. Yeah. So he could. Then he could just cut it. I mean. And plus it's 33 cents. <laughs> it was 33 cents. And he's like, that's not the point. 
I mean, I get it. I completely understand, but yeah, 33 cents, I'll be like, ah, fuck it, whatever, just charge me. And then they had like a going away party for him at work, and the guy was like, do you want a piece of your face? <laughs> well, I mean, I would have been like, I would have left too, because you're like, well, you gave a person that he trained his, uh, like, like a, a higher position, yeah. and then they demoted him, and then like something else. I'm like, man, fuck y'all, I'm out. <laughs> Well, he retired. And then, yeah, so at the beginning, uh, so this is actually a book, and I believe it was from Sweden? Mm-hmm. It said it in I the beginning. I think up. Sweden or Switzerland or something, like, that's the original setting, so they probably, they translated it into English to do this movie. Mm. So, anyway, so... I don't want to give too much away because it's really good, but throughout this movie, he tries to kill himself multiple times because he's he wants to be with his wife, who just recently died. And it's it's really sad. At the beginning, he tries to hang himself. And, and you're like, I'm like, this is going to be a real fucking short movie. Yeah, right. And so he jumps and then it breaks. And I'm like, well, he didn't put it in a stud. So. Yeah, he didn't. So he's so he's an idiot, technically. Well, I was just thinking, I'm like, but the thing is, he's really good at everything, but killing himself. Yeah, clearly. Because he keeps on failing. And then Marisol and her nitwit husband, like, <laughs> they're... English is definitely their second language, but the husband, he's just not smart. And he tries to open a window, but it won't open. So he's like, can I borrow a ladder? And he's like, why do you need a ladder? And I was like, I'm trying to open a window. And he's like, you're going to open a window from From the the outside. outside. And he's like on a ladder with like this eight foot, like whatever stick thing. And he's trying to like open the window and then he falls. And then breaks his leg. And that's when like Marisol is the wife who's pregnant and she's just like charming but slightly annoying i it's just a balance i guess between the two and so if she was my neighbor and kept on knocking my door i would not have answered to be honest he always answers yeah because he's and then he gets food and like he ate the all the food right before every single time he died and it's like the last meal and it's really good food Mm -hmm. and so he did that and it she i don't know it's just a really good movie I don't know how it is. I don't want to give too much away because it's well, like. Well, yeah, it's, you will give too much away. If, if you I already anything, gave the plot away, so. I mean. Ruined it. I'm not. I, I told one way he tried to kill himself. That's all I'm going to say. And then it has flashbacks of him and his wife. And then it's just. It's good. I cried. You did. I almost cried. And he got a cat. I wanted to I, cry. If he would have got a dog, I would have cried. I would name, I want to name the cat, like... Gordon? No. I already have a Gordon. Ramsey. No. I want to call it Dr. Otto. What's a different... Dr. Octavia. (laughs) What is, uh... What is it? Dr. Octopus. Feral. Dr. Feral. There you go. Yeah, it was a feral cat. But it was a sweet feral cat. I don't like Nugget. (laughs) Like attacked. Attacked his leg. Freaking evil. And then he told it to jump in the box. And it Get did. In the box. And it did. Got in the box. The cat wanted it love. And then he carried the cat around it with it. It wanted him. love from him because it was probably Sonia. I know. And then it slept on the and side of the bed. And then it held his hand in the morning. It was so cute. It was super cute. <laughs> That's me crying. That's my fake cry. <laughs> <laughs> I like dramatic fake cry. Yeah, it's annoying. <laughs> Please don't do it. Okay, I'm gonna stab you in the eye with a metal straw. Oh, um, 
going off topic, uh, lately I have been obsessed with the TV show. Do you remember what the TV show is I'm obsessed with? Alice in Borderland. Alice in Borderland. I like watch it while I'm at the gym because it motivates me to do like 45 minutes of cardio. And so I'm sitting there watching it. And oh my God, folks, like Squid Games was good, but this was, in my opinion, better. It was really good. I'm glad you enjoyed it, babe. Watch it. No. Not you. Everybody else, because I know you don't want to. No. I'll probably watch it again. It's real good. You probably. I'm glad you'll watch it again instead of watching Malcolm Mount or The Middle. The Middle. Fifteen thousand times. It's cute, and I don't have to pay attention because it's an easy show to watch. So I'm reading my book along with watching. You're not even watching it. You just have background noise. Exactly. Exactly. So watch something else with background noise. American Dad. There you go. I've hmm. seen that five million times. Yeah, I'd rather you watch that over and over and over. Or or Archer. Archer's okay. I don't like the later seasons. Then don't watch them. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so we don't want to give too much away because this is a very good movie. I, ten. Yeah, I'm going to give it a ten. Like, it was... Twelve. Okay. Are you, are you done? Third. <laughs> Twenty-seven. <laughs> 55. Oh, in the movie. Oh, never mind. I'll, I'll tell you later. It's just very interesting. Watch Alice in Borderland, damn it. I need somebody to talk to about it. So this is a twofer. So we got the movie, A Man Called Acto, and then Alice in Borderland. But it's not Oops. a movie. It's a TV series. I, it has two seasons in it, and it's amazing. And I'm sad there's not going to be any more seasons. So if you like, there's not going to be. Why not? Because how, how it ended. Oh, so if you like Squid Games, then you should watch this, Alice in Borderland. Yeah, I started this new one. It's very interesting. It's Korean because I'm learning Korean along. Well, I already know Korean okay. I'm just brushing up on it. Um, I think I mentioned that before on the podcast. I can't remember. But so I'm like, but it's in English, but I'm like reading the signs in the background. I'm like, bitches, I can read Korean. I cannot. I didn't ask you if you could. Good. All right. So um, that's the movie. Definitely watch it. It's on Netflix. Again, very, very good. It's a very emotional movie, but it's, it is long. But it's, it's not hours. like it's, it's not just, boring at all. Like it's not I like didn't Benjamin Button. I didn't Benjamin Button is good. What are you talking about? I was not bored at all watching this movie. I didn't want to watch it at first because it's not like actiony, uh, and I like actiony movies, but I also have like a sentimental side. So. Sentimental side, so sentimental. It was sentimental. <laughs> so like, I I really did enjoy it. It was good. I would watch it again for show. Because um, we needed a mix. Because we've been doing a lot of darker movies. But lately. it is sad. It Just, is very it is sad. sad. So, so well, not prepare ver- to maybe have a tear or two or three. Watch it with a loved one. Okay. Uh, so that's our movie. Watch it. Do it. Live it. Do it. Do it to it. I have a question for you. No. <laughs> You're a dick. Um, are you ready to be pissed off? No, because I don't get pissed off that easily. You're. Uh, I've only gotten. I've only gotten pissed off. And for y'all who have seen or listened to the episodes before, y'all probably know when I've gotten pissed off, and y'all are probably saying it already. But it is Good Friday. Fuck that. <laughs> okay. Well. Pissed off this topic. Do you remember what your topic is? Convictions. Wrongful convictions. Wrongful convictions. So this is going to be a pissy-offy topic. Because that's a new word and I made it up. So well, we it. had a sweet movie. Now we got to do a fucked up topic. So. And it's makes it, it makes the title easier because Otto gets convicted. That's what we're naming it. A man called Otto gets convicted. 
we'll just put auto. Okay, you're a hater. Whatever. Continue. <laughs> All right, so we're doing wrongful wrongful convictions today. Um, just like a, what is it? Chicken and grits and bacon grease. What is the word? And just be like, hey, a heads up. There's, well, heads up. There's race, racial issues in this. There is sexual content slash a lot of shit. Don't let your kids listen to this They shouldn't episode. be listening to it anyway because they will be learning a lot of cuss words. And sexual in the windows. In the windows? In the windows. To the walls. To the windows. In the windows. I just made a new version of that song. In the windows. In the TV show, uh, what's it? What's the movie? Um, has Sandra Bullock's and Ryan Reynolds in it? Uh, no, I don't remember the name. The of Proposal. That. Oh, definitely. I, it's a too. really good movie. And so Betty White's in it, and she's like, "You need to ch- chant to the spirits." And so uh, Sandra Bullock's is like dancing around the fire, and she's like, "To the windows." To the walls, oh and then Betty God. White's like jamming to it. She's like, "The sweat drips off my balls." And Betty White says that. No, oh. Sandra Bullock's singing it, and Betty White's like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. All right, so let's get into it because this is gonna be a deep one. All right, so wrongful convictions. Okay, so the strength of our criminal justice system depends on its accuracy, its ability to convict the guilty and to clear the innocent. But we know that wrongful convictions happen. Identifying and understanding the causes of wrongful convictions. Wow, do you talk about me? You can't Wrongful say convictions. convictions is critical to maintaining the integrity of our justice system. And I am I cite random things. So I got stuff from Wikipedia, University of Colorado Boulder website, um, the nij.ojp.gov. Of. And there's a bunch of other ones I've cited here too. All right. Well, I think today Ty is going to be speaking a lot more than I am. Well, maybe, maybe not. Um, he gets to read the your first number one. Only number one. Only number one. You're just a hater. <clears throat> a conviction may be classified as wrongful for two reasons: the person convicted is factually innocent of the charges. A wrongful, a wrongful conviction based on possible factual innocence can sometimes be detected using post-conviction DNA testing. There were pros, procedural errors that violated the conviction, convicted person's rights. All right. So we're going to get into why do wrongful convictions happen? I believe there's four things. Five things, something. Okay, so why do wrongful convictions? Wrongful wow. convictions is really hard been to drinking. Either. No. What why is happening? Do wrongful convictions happen? Because I'm trying to say it fast, but it's hard to say fast multiple times. Don't say times. it fast, though. Wrongful there convictions. You go. And you still mess up. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for. All right. It. So the first reason why it could happen is I'm just gonna say it instead of saying the There you word. go. Um, eyewitnesses misidentify. So recent, like it's not been recent, but f- for the last few years, eyewitness testimonies are pretty much useless because people say they remember how fast it was going, but whatever. They can identify someone, but it could be completely wrong. All right, so. Or they can be saying what they're being told to say. Exactly. So there was like a, a thing, like if somebody saw a car crash and if the police officer says, oh, how fast was the car careening towards that other car? It instantly thinks, oh, around 60 or 70 miles an hour. 
Oh, but if they instead asked, oh, how fast was a car going? It would be a different number. Because if you put, like, fast words in there, like careening or rampaging. I don't even know what the fuck careening means. So I would say how fast I think they're going. (laughs) Okay, never mind. I'm not that smart, so. (laughs) Uh, So eyewitness misidentification is one of the most common factors in cases of wrongful conviction. Nationally, 28% of all exonerations involve mistaken eyewitness eyewitness identification. When people experience... You didn't see the way I was looking at you, right? (laughs) What? You didn't see the way I was looking at you. How are you looking at me? Okay, guys, if you want to join Patreon to see his fucking face. Because you're messing up more than I know. I know it's hard and my like allergies are killing me. All right. When people experience a stressful event like a crime. And we're waving at a dog. No, you're, you riled him up. No, I was just saying hi. They're much less able to make an accurate identification. Witnesses are even less accurate when they attempt to identify someone of another race. I don't know why I said that like really loud, but I don't know I why mean, either. It's, it's there. It's out there, folks. <laughs> I mean, I am another race. Other race. Other race. Additionally, lineups and photo arrays can be. Do you know what array is? A what array? A photo array. Uh, a stack of different like people. a like they'll put pictures down on the table mm-hmm. or something, and that's an array. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> can be suggestive and lead a witness to pick the wrong person. This can happen when the suspect is the only person in an array who closely matches the dis- description of the offender. Police officers can also influence the process by how they interact with the witness during the identification procedure. A police officer's comments, body language, and positive feedback can steer a witness towards a particular suspect and then inflate the witness's confidence in their identification. So, bunch of bullshit. So, Mm -hmm. police officer, like, not knocking on police officers, but if they are trying to pick somebody or trying to put somebody away just to close a case, they can be like, oh, good job. Like, bullshit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can read number two. That has happened in the past. That has happened. That has happened. Number three. Two. Uh, eyewitness misidentification example. Kurt Bloodworth. That is a dope name. I want to be called Bloodworth. I mean, not the first name, but last name, Bloodworth. That's pretty dope. A former Marine was convicted in 1984 rape and murder of a nine-year-old girl in the in in Maryland. I don't know why I said the... At the time of the, the trial... In the Maryland. Yeah, in the Maryland. I was like, that's not right. In the California. <laughs> we should just start adding God, <laughs> in, front God in front of everything. Uh, at the time of trial, the case against Bloodworth seemed overwhelming and the jury sentenced him to death. Five eyewitnesses all testified that they saw Bloodworth with the victim around the time of her disappearance. Eight years later, DNA evidence proved that all five eyewitnesses were wrong. DNA testing of the victim's underwear and clothing showed that another man, Kimberly Kimberly Shaw Ruffner, was the real perpetrator. So wait. Was that even a girl? Or was it even a guy? So Kurt didn't do it. Yeah, I get that. But he was sentenced to death. Did he... What does it say? Did he die? It just says he was sentenced to death, but it says eight years later, DNA evidence proved that all five. So I'm assuming he wrong. got exonerated. So I mean, because I know you sit on like if if you get death row, you can sit on there for a long, long time. time. 
So um, <laughs> hopefully he was still there's alive. like there's an example I think coming up that sucks and you're not gonna like it. Um, okay, so that's eyewitness misidentification. So the next one we have false confessions. Why do people do this? Fuck if I know. Okay, false confessions have been a factor in 12% of proven wrongful convictions nationwide. While it may seem difficult to understand why somebody would, would confess to a crime they did not commit, there are many reasons that this can happen. Mm-hmm. For example, for instance, physical intimidation or threats of violence by law enforcement can lead a suspect to falsely confess. So this has happened in a few um crimes that i heard on like podcasts where the police will interrogate somebody for 48 hours and then they're just so they don't sleep they don't eat Mm -hmm. and they're just sitting there like getting yelled at by police um i think amanda what's her fucking face um when she the girl who was accused of killing her friend in italy amanda knox she was interrogated by the italian police and they and they made her sit there for i think for 48 hours to be interrogated and she was so delirious that he, they were like it's okay you can just confess and it'll be fine and they were drilling her so hard and she's like maybe and so then they took that as her confession and they locked her up in jail so shit like that happened so is she out of jail now yeah oh yeah <laughs> i was like <clears throat> so uh, 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 uh common interrogation techniques can also be psychologically coercive for example Police are allowed to lie about the evidence and make a suspect believe that the forensic testing or other conclusive evidence has already proven their guilt, even when this is not true. Dun, dun, dun. They can't lie about that. Yes, I they mean, can. They don't have to tell you, don't have to tell you shit. I, they can't be like, oh, well, I saw you there. That, that's bullshit. But like, oh, the evidence that we got back set, proves that you were in this like place at this time. It'll be like, what evidence? Yeah, what evidence? Because I, I wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> never, never agree to anything. I will last, and then I'll just pass out and die, and I'll be like, "Either way, I'm dead." But I'm not. I'm not guilty. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. I want to sing that song, but no. I can't remember the words. No. <laughs> Police might also pro- provide false assurances that things will go better, and a long interrogation will finally cease only if the person confesses. This will all stop if you just confess. No, we can do this for days, weeks, days, years. Want to play if you a game, want. motherfucker? Let's do this interrogation. It's game. not like on Renfield when that guy got arrested, and he was like, "We killed so many people." Uh, what's his fucking face? The the son of the drug lord. Oh, yeah, that idiot. <laughs> we killed so many. We sell so many drugs. He, he I will give you names. He's like, what? He was like just, what, what was it? He was uh, not rapping on himself. How do you say that? He was confessing on He was, conf- he was on confessing. Yeah, confessing on himself. He was just himself. giving information that you know, nobody Jesus. even, like the funny thing is like, oh, who like interrogated him? Nobody was in there. Yeah, no one was even in there. He was just talking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So only if the person confesses. The truth is that many people break under their pr- this pressure, especially when the interrogation is lengthy or when they've been deprived of food, whiner, and or sleep. Whiner. Whiner. Water. Um, Struggle. But the thing thoughts. is, it's illegal to not at least give those in custody water they have to have like water they have to be able to go use the bathroom they like that's their personal rights Mm -hmm. so if you ever get arrested know what your rights are you have a right to go to the bathroom you have a right to drink fucking water if they do not give it to you you can like get a lawyer and sue their fucking asses bam done okay young people and people with intellectual dis 
with intellectual disabilities are especially vulnerable to giving a false confession. So a lot of times, um, ha- like people who are handicapped or mentally disabled, they get arrested and they're like, well, you did it. They don't know any better. Why would you I hate that? Anyway, you get to read number three. So four. So four. Uh, false confession examples. Uh, Lorenzo Montoya was wrongfully convicted in 2000 for participating in the robbery and murder of a special education education teacher. Though he was just 14 years old, he was tried as an adult and sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. His conviction rested in part on a false confession. His mother was present during the first 40 minutes of the police interrogation after she left, detectives aggressively interrogated Montoya by shouting, pounding on a table, and telling him that he was going to be sentenced to life without parole. Despite denying his involvement in the murder over 60 times, Montoya finally gave in to the pressure and falsely, and falsely confessed. There were, however, clear factual errors in, the, in his confession. When police pressed Montoya, he fixed the errors in his statement so that it was squared with the official narrative of the crime <clears throat> after serving 14 years in prison. So he's 28. Dang, now. He's 28 years old, 14 years in prison. Montoya was ex not ex- exonerated, exonerated by D N a. So that bullshit, he told a story and he was like, Oh, that doesn't, fit what literally happened obviously he wasn't he wasn't guilty but they were like are you sure it didn't happen like this kind of thing no but the thing is they can't interrogate him with an adult without an adult like they have to have an adult there that's not a police officer the adult was there but But his mom mom left left why that was stupid sorry mom but that was stupid all right so next um we have police and prosecutorial misconduct Look at me pronouncing shit. I'm not going to be able to pronounce that. You're going to have to. Uh, Yeah, sure. Okay, so police, uh, official misconduct by police officers, prosecutors, or other government officials has been present in 54% of wrongful convictions across the nation. That's a lot. That's more than half. Clearly. (laughs) Just in case you didn't catch, that's over 50%. Over half. Okay, got it. It's over. Wow. wow. You need to calm down over there, madam. We had an earthquake. Yeah, sure we did. It's called Katie's arms going crazy. Okay, so because criminal cases have many different stages, official misconduct can occur in numerous ways. Let's talk about it. (laughs) At the investigation stage, police engage in misconduct when they deliberately use suggestion in an identification procedure, coerce a witness to implicate a suspect, fabricate physical evidence, or use improper interrogation techniques to to secure a confession. Next page. Uh, At the trial stage, prosecutors corrupt the process when they conceal expulsion Exculpatory? Sure. Evidence. Sure. I've heard that word before. I have problems pronouncing stuff. Um, evidence favorable to the defendant. Okay, so they conceal evidence um, that would help the defendant. Or when they introduce false or perjured testimony. <laughs> Lots of big words, folks. 
hurting my brain. Okay. This is like lawyer talk going on. <laughs> lawyer talking. I mean. Okay, I have a not. friend who won't pronounce it lawyer, and it's it's pronounced lawyer, and I'm like. No. I mean law. Yeah, but that's not how you pronounce. Some it. people say it like that. People are dumb. Lawyer. Okay, uh, you get to do number four. I think he might need. To, does he need to go out? Wait, what are you doing, bud? I think he's just. Um, let's see, number four. Police and prosecutorial <laughs> misconduct example. I was close. <laughs> In 1999, Timothy Masters was tried and convicted of a brutal murder that had taken place 12 years earlier. The female victim was stabbed in the back and sexually mutilated. At trial, the prosecution's case rested heavily on a testimony of a psychological psychologist wow uh j reed Mel melroy who examined writings and drawings created by masters as a teenager following the death of his mother the psychologist insisted that his material reflected a displaced anger towards women and directly implicated masters in the crime what Masters did not know at the trial because the prosecution concealed the evidence is that police had consulted with two other experts who forcefully disagree with Dr. Melroy's conclusions. Prosecutors also suppressed evidence about an alternate suspect who had a history of sexual deviance. Oh, look at me. Good job. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just At first, when I thought I thought it was an A, and I was like, "That's not even right," but it's not. It's D E. So I was right. Uh, lived a hundred yards from the murder scene Damn. and committed suicide following his arrest for a separate sex crime. Unable to defend himself with the exculpatory <laughs> evidence, <laughs> Masters was convicted and sentenced to life in prison. He served nine years in prison before he was exonerated. By DNA. I like so, how you say DNA. Like, so they're saying. So I thought okay, they were so saying that the other got, guy. So the, this dude got arrested and he was in prison, and but the thing is, like, what is it? They withheld evidence um, in the trial. So the actual person who did it lived a hundred yards from it. The dude wasn't even close to it. He had like evidence he was somewhere else, but they withheld that in. The trial, and so he was put sentenced to jail. But then, when they found DNA, like on her, it was not his. Well, I and get so, that. I'm not talking about no. that. I understand the main person. I'm talking about the other dude because they brought up uh, prosecutors. Also, um, the it was the evidence of the other person who lived a hundred yards from mercy and committed suicide following his arrest. Oh, for he a put, separate yeah, crime. for a different crime. Yeah. Okay, got it. So, he got so it was him, but he got arrested for something else and he committed suicide. He's like, fuck this, bye. And then they arrested the other dude. Yeah. Um, and then he was in jail for nine years. Okay, got it. <clears throat> Fun times. Okay, so... Next. Man, that's fucked up. That was, nine you were, years. How, how old, they didn't even say how old this person was. Uh, nine years in prison. That's like 14 or nine years. But the thing is, if you go to prison and you're innocent, you can sue the shit out of them and they have to pay you. You're like set for life because technically you were arrested and you would it would be really hard for you to find a job. Oh, you can be the president. huh? Well, so uh, not really off subject. It's kind of on the subject. But I was it was something that 
popped up on Instagram and uh, it was like a court case with Judge Joe Brown. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy, he was arrested. He was wrongfully arrested. And he was like, well, you can get that taken off your record. And they were like, the, like everybody was like, wait, what? Because mm-hmm. they were like, if you're wrongfully arrested, he's like, it's a process, but it can't be done. And you can get that taken off your record if oh. you're arrested. Uh, I can't remember how he said it. We just look it up on it's, it's Judge probably. Joe's Brown like episode where if you just type in Judge Joe Brown, um, how you say it, like uh, taken, getting arrest, being Wrongful arrested off. Wrongful conviction or whatever. Yeah, just taking it off You'll your record. But um, yeah, it is possible to get that off your record. But that's just, that's good to know, I guess. I didn't yeah, know that. I didn't know that either. Interesting. All right. So next we have false and or misleading forensic evidence. Okay. We can all say those words. That's easy words. <laughs> false or misleading. And then I fuck up everything. Even though they spelled false wrong on mine. Is it? A- it's F-A-L-S. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, false or misleading forensic evidence has been a con... con- wow, babe. <laughs> what is ah, happening today? Contributing factor in 24% of exoneration cases across the country. Most forensic disciplines were developed within law enforcement and have not been subject to the kind of rigorous testing normally conducted to validate a scientific theory. As the forensic scientists sciences have come under greater scrutiny, some disciplines, including bike mark analysis and microscopic mm-hmm. hair comparison, have been exposed as nothing more than junk science. Um, wow. Even in more reliable, like, but the thing is, bite analysis can actually lead to an arrest. Like, yeah, in it the, can. At, like in Ted Bundy's case, he bit him, and he has a wank, wonky tooth. Yeah, and it, it like it was like it, it should, I know it's not the same, but like in like CSI Miami and shit mm-hmm. like that, like or Law and Order, there was one where they did like a it was a bite mark on one of the victims, so they did uh, whoever they suspicious they did a bite thing for uh-huh. him, and it turned out to be that person. I mean, I I know it's hard. It's like same with polygraph tests. You can't bring that to a trial. Like they they don't consider it evidence at all. Even if you fail epically on the polygraph tests, you know, was a polygraph Isn't where you the sit lie there, detector? yeah, a lie detector where you sit on a and then why they, don't they take that anymore? Because they used to. Because oh, you, it could be tampered with too much. You can tamper with it. Um, if you're if you have like a higher higher heart rate, there's a lot of reasons why you can fail. Like if you have, I know there's some people because I know it it take it does something that tells you lying, but there's some people that can like control yeah. that. I would I did a lie detector test for fun, and I could like you just have to control your heartbeat because that's how they because when you lie, usually your, your heart, heart rate yeah goes, goes up. up, but. I like you can control it if you keep steady and you just answer and it has to be like yes or no answers. You can't it's they'll ask me, okay, did you were you at this house at this date? Did no. you touch me inappropriately? Yes. Fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um uh, where am I? Even in more reliable disciplines, experts often overstate their results and fail to acknowledge the limitations or error rate of a particular forensic technique. Finally, like everyone, forensic forensic practitioners can make mistakes, including mixing up samples or contaminating specimens. In some cases, forensic analysis have fabricated results. Well, yeah. Hidden expulsory evidence. Is that a expulsory? Whatever. That word, evidence, or reported results when testing had not been conducted. So I recently heard on Wine and Crime, one of my favorite podcasts. Shout out to y'all ladies. Um, 
they were talking about how this dude, he was a, like a blood pathologist, I think that's what it's called. Sure. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> and he, for years, he was fucking up the, the test for everybody. So every single trial that he went as the expert, he lied about. Wow. And so oh, this was like a really famous case, the Peter, the staircase case where... This guy was convicted of pushing his wife down the stairs and killing mm-hmm. her. But, he, like, he, the blood spatter, whatever, the guy fucked up. So they had to throw away that case, the trial. And they had to redo the trial, like, three or four times, I think. Wow. I think it was that case. But anyway, so this guy, like, all of the trials that he had ever been in for, like, 12 years had to be thrown out. And they had to redo them. And it's, like, wow. hundreds of millions of dollars wasted on what happened to that guy he had to go to jail or yeah something. he did no, no, no. like he did i think he, he might have killed himself or something i don't remember but it's like that's what like, like that's real fucked up that's like, real fucked up and he for 12 years that's insane it's like it was a long period i don't know if it's 12 years i just threw that number out there but it's like for a while um you get to read number five you get to read number five okay. no <laughs> no not with all your uh mess ups over there normally that's me mess ups you're mess up uh false or misleading forensic <laughs> evidence example in 2004 hey uh crystal voss was convicted of child abuse resulting in death after her 17 month old son crayon k-y-r-a-n oh Kyron. that's a cool name I uh died from a head injury <clears throat> From the beginning, from the beginning, both Voss and the child's babysitter told the same story. Crayon? Kyron. Kyron <laughs> fell backwards off the babysitter's shoulder and hit a hit the frozen ground on his head. Mm. Medical personnel at the hospital rushed to the conclusion that Kyron. Kyron. I keep wanting to say crayon. Kyron was instead the victim of child abuse. Under a theory of shaken baby syndrome, SBS, mm-hmm. uh, prevalent at the time, violent shaking by an adult is the only explanation when a child like Crayon? Kyron. God dang it. Kyron. <laughs> I'm probably never going to get it right. Uh, presents with a triad of symptoms, brain swelling, brain hemorrhaging, and retinal hemorrhaging. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, but it's brain damage. But if he hit his head, that's that's proven to it could resemble the same as shaken baby syndrome. Yeah. Uh, proponents. How do you put? P r o p o n e n t s. Proponents. Proponents. I was close. Super close. Of SBS have also insisted that short falls cannot cause this. This, uh, He's fucking up uh, now. This, <laughs> I've never seen these words before. I'm just going to, I know what it's saying, like this many or these symptoms. Triad? No, it's con, It's like consolation. Can you but spell it? C-O-N-S-T-E-L-L-A-T-I-O-N. Can I see it? No. Of symptoms. It's basically like. All of these symptoms. All the symptoms. Okay. Uh, Voss was convicted under the SBS theory and was sentenced to 20 years in prison in the Jesus uh, in the appeals process. Voss's new attorney presented compelling new medical evidence demonstrating that one short falls 
can cause the triad of symptoms associated with SBS. And two, Crayon. Chiron. Dang it. You keep on saying the same thing. It's always wrong. Chiron? Yes. Oh, look at me. I'm just going to fuck it up in two seconds anyway. Crayon. Crayon. <laughs> Chiron no was bruising on one side of his head consistent with a fall onto the frozen ground. Voss's conviction was overturned and she was released from prison after serving 13 years. Damn. So not only did she lose her son, but she had to be in jail she for 13 years. She was in jail years. for 13 years. All right, so this is the last of the list that I have for reasons why uh, wrongful convictions can happen. So we are moving on to witness perjury. Woo! Okay, false accusations or perjury is the most common feature of wrongful convictions and has been a factor in 60% of documented exonerations. 60%. Most often, witnesses lie because they receive some benefit for for testifying against Mm -hmm. the defendant. Mm -hmm. For example, a person in jail facing criminal charges can secure a favorable plea bargain, Mm -hmm. uh, dismissal of their own charges, special privileges in jail, or even money by offering damning evidence against a fellow inmate. Mm -hmm. These benefits create a strong incentive to lie. In many wrongful convictions, defendants were not given key information related to the credibility of the insensitized incentivized uh, witness who testified against them, including the exact benefits received, the witness's history of cooperating in other cases, and the witness's criminal history. So, that's bullshit. So, you get to read number six. You get to read number six. Um, <clears throat> a witness perjury example. In 2011, oh, this was kind of recent, mm-hmm. a woman reported she was sexually assaulted by two men. The woman was taken to a nearby hospital where a forensic medical exam was conducted. DNA. Oh, my God. (laughs) Testing of a vaginal, oh, man, swab. (laughs) Why did you say, oh, man, before swab? Vaginal. (laughs) Uh, Swab (laughs) from that exam identified Deshaun Jones and he was arrested. Though Jones told his lawyer that he and his uncle had been uh, had wait. Though Jones told his lawyer that he and his uncle had had or had had yeah had okay, had yeah, had had consensual sex with the alleged victim in exchange for drugs. The lawyer failed to interview key witnesses or hire an investigator facing the prospect. Uh, a facing the prospect a long prison sentence, Jones decided to accept the state's offer to plead to a lesser charge and receive probation. But his probation was revoked and he landed in prison when he refused to admit his guilt during mandatory during mandatory sex offender treatment. Two years into prison sentence, the alleged victim admitted that he had lied about the sexual assault when interviewed by Jones. A plate, a platelet attorney. She admitted to plaintiff. having that's plaintiff. No, P or A P P E L L A T E. Huh? I don't know. It's the fourth, fourth down, like towards the beginning. I mean, fourth from the bottom. A P P L something something something. No, not way down there, babe. Up top. I don't know what you. 
Oh, I have no idea. Never seen that word. I don't know either. Appeal it? Appeal it? Some shit like that. Um, I was lost. Attorney, she admitted to having consensual sex with Jones and his uncle. She fabricated the story of sexual assault because she had missed her curfew at the shelter where she was staying and did not want to be kicked out. Following a reinvestigation of the case, the district attorney's office concluded that Jones' conviction should be uh, vacated. Mm -hmm. V-A-C-A-T-E-D. Yeah, vacated. It just looks weird. That's, I mean, so what? So he was only in prison for what, two years? Only. I mean, compared to the other ones. Yeah. That were in prison for 14 years, nine years, 13 years. So instead of just owning up to the, you were late for fucking curfew, you just go and say, I was raped. So you don't have to lose your place. Yeah. That's bullshit. She probably still got kicked out. I'm Hopefully. Assuming, once it came back. I mean, whatever. Okay, so those are the reasons why uh, wrongful convictions can happen. I'm sure there's more, but these were just the main ones that I, like, covered. Um, So let's get into some examples. So we're going to do, like, mini deep dives. There are four. Um, I'm going to do one, uh, two, and then Ty's going to do two. And, yeah, just prepare to be upset. I'm not. You're not prepared? No, I'm just not going to be upset. Oh, okay. Um, so let's get into some examples. All right. So the first one we have here is William Jackson Marion. Did we read that one above? I don't know. In 1872, one of the earliest recording recorded wrongful convictions that resulted in the execution of an innocent man, Marion and his friend John Cameron were on their way to Kansas to search for work on the railroad. However, they stopped for the night at Marion's mother-in-law's house in Nebraska. So... William Jackson Marion, so his aunt's house, mm-hmm. or his mother-in-law's house in Nebraska. Cameron soon disappeared, and Marion was suspected of killing him. A body that was assumed to be Cameron's was found a year later in a bed near where Marion and Cameron had been staying. So, coincidence, a body randomly showed up close to where they were staying. Mm-hmm. Uh, convicted of murder and sentenced to death, the case was appealed with the Nebraska Supreme Court ordering a new trial. However, Marion was again convicted and sentenced to death and was hanged on March 25th, 1887. Now ready to be pissed off. Four years later, John Cameron was found alive. He had traveled to Mexico to avoid marrying a woman who claimed that he was her child's father. Marion was pardoned by the state of Nebraska on the 100th anniversary of his death. Wow. So a hundred years later. He was pardoned because this dumb fuck, John Cameron, was like, I don't want to marry you because you have my child and you. So I'm kind of confused on Why? names here. So okay. Mar- the two guys, what's their names again? Marion. That's his last name. I'm just going to use their last names. Marion Cameron. Cameron. Marion and Cameron were friends, right? They were friends and they were traveling together to find work. They stay at Marion's mother-in-law's house? Yes. And then... Cameron, Cameron left. Dis- disappeared. Okay. They convicted Marion of... Killing him? A year later, a body was randomly found near the house. It had nothing to do with the trial. And they don't... It's like back in 1872, you don't have... Yeah, the DNA and DNA, all that DNA, all that shit. So they were like, you killed him. Look, it's exactly like him. It is another white person. Like... Mm-hmm. And if it's in a riverbed, it's going to be bloated and not resemble not anything. Not looking like anything. Yeah. And so they... Um, 
So he got convicted and he got actually hanged. And I'm like, that sucks. He got hanged and killed. And then just hundred years later. And then, so then the four years later, Cameron comes back. But I don't back. know why they didn't like pardon, like pardon him or whatever they called it. What do you mean? I don't know why they didn't pardon him earlier because he like Cameron came back four years later. So on 19 or 1891, 1891, he Cameron came back. Why can't they just pardon what's his face with Marion then? Yeah. I mean, it kind of doesn't really matter. They killed him anyway. I mean, they, they must feel real bad. They're like, oh, sorry. I'm pretty sure those people are not even alive anymore that did it. No, I'm not saying they are, but I'm like, at the time, oh, they're like, when oh. They, when he came, maybe they didn't, oh, I guess someone knew because it was four years later. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's super fucked up. That is really fucked up. Okay, your turn. Uh, Scottsboro Boys, 1931. Uh, one of the most infamous cases of wrongful convictions and one that would help spark the civil rights movement was a case of the Scottsboro Boys. In 1931, nine black teenagers were arrested after a fight broke out on a train in Alabama. Two white women on a train then accused the boys of raping them, a serious ac- accusation that especially when used against a black man during Jim Crow era, uh, could easily result in his death. Later that year, an all-white and an all-white and all-male jury decided that all the boys except the youngest should receive the death penalty. The case went through a series of appeals. The International Labor Defense and the American communist party took charge of defending the boys and launched a national movement to free them drawing widespread support across america the case led to two important supreme court rulings and the first being in the case of powell versus alabama where the court ruled that the scottsboro boys had been denied the right to counsel violating their 14th amendment rights uh then it just says oh katie me okay because I'm going to oh. see what the 14th Amendment is. Gotcha. But well, I, I mean, I no, still got more, though. No, I know. I'm going I'm to read. I'm going to go after that? Yes. So, uh, 14th Amendment. Amendments are hard, y'all. I had to read, like, four different websites to understand what it, what it was. Oh, I bet they are confusing. Okay. Um, so, the 14th Amendment, it was made in 1868, I guess, to the Constitution of the United States that granted citizenship and equal civil and legal rights to African-Americans and slaves who had been emancipated after the American Civil War, including them under the umbrella phrase, all persons born or naturalized uh, in the United States. So this trial in itself took their 14th Amendment away because it was not fair. Mm-hmm. And that's in Yeah, because they, yeah, they didn't give them a consul in a, in a yeah. They they have been been denied the right to counsel. Yeah. Uh, however, when the case went back through the Alabama courts, even though one of the women re recanted. Yeah, but it's an S R E S C I N D E D. Rescinded. Rescinded. Why does it look weird? I think rescinded was a different spelling. Rescinded her allegations against the boys. They were still sentenced to death. In 1935, the Supreme Court once again overturned the verdict in the Norris versus Alabama, which stated that the trials had been unfair because there were no black men on the jury. This case would eventually help lead to the integration of juries. After a number of 
subsequent trials, rape charges were dropped against four of the boys and they were released. As for the other five, they were given significant prison sentences, prison sentences. Uh, Four were eventually released on parole and pardons were uh, eventually granted. So why would they? That's dumb. I it's just it's 1931 or the 1930s and it's just very so segregated. I guess the four were probably the youngest and the four mm-hmm. older because they had a accused they had somebody. Nine. Yeah, they had nine. But the thing is, I don't I I think they were just fighting on a train and the women were like, "Oh, we're white." Like that's just so dumb. It is really stupid and it pisses like, me off. Like why would they like why would they need to say, "Oh yeah, they raped us." Like Probably because the boys that they were fighting, they probably beat up the boys. So the boys are like, hey, y'all need to scream rape or something. And then. Right. So they can, like, get some type of entroublement. I just made that up. You it's like great. it? It's perfect. Entroublement. Put it in a dictionary. Tyler came up with this. And patent that shit. Um. So we are going to go off on to my well, next. At least no one freaking got taken out in that one. Thank the heavens. Yeah, but it still sucks. Well, so this says Norris versus Alabama. Is that like one of the boys' last names or something? Or is that? They're in Alabama. No, but it says Norris versus Alabama. So oh, that's is that person. one of the boys' yeah. names? No, I don't know. I know it's a trial, but it, so Alabama would be against Norris. I, I 100% understand that. I'm just saying, who is Norris? I have no idea. That's my question. I don't know. I didn't look that up. I was like, there's too many names already. Like, why would I do that to us? My ass hurts. Okay. Um, next. All right. So this is, another, this is a bigger one, and this is my last example. Um, we are going to cover the West Memphis Three. So this one might be something I want to cover later more in depth, but maybe not. I don't know. Okay. Damien Eccles. So Damien, Jason, and Jesse. Not going to put last names in there because it's hard to remember shit. Were convicted of murdering three eight-year-old boys in 1994. On May 5th of 1993, three eight-year-old boys, Steve, Michael, and Christopher, were reported missing in the West Memphis, Arkansas. Friends and family members did a shoulder-to-shoulder search. Around 1.45 p.m. the next day, parole officer Steve Jones found a black shoe floating in a muddy creek. A subsequent search of the ditch revealed the bodies of the three boys. They had been stripped naked and were hogtied with their own shoelaces. So first and foremost, I'm going to pause there. Do you know how hard it is to take shoelaces out of shoes? It's not that hard. I mean, it would take a few minutes. No. If they're all loose, you just pull, 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 and then grab the bottom and pull it out. But they were hogtied, so they need to have three. Not ten seconds. I could probably pull my laces out in 10 seconds. Okay, whatever. Um, So uh, with their own shoelaces, their right ankles tied to their right wrists behind their back. The same with their left arm and legs. Oh, wow. Oh, that sucks. So they had both shoelaces. So they had pulled out all six. They were back Back. like like this. Yeah. I can't even like bend that far. That's rough. Ouch. Um, so their clothing was found in the creek, some of it twisted around sticks that had been thrust into the muddy ditch bed. The clothing was mostly turned inside out. Two pairs of the boys' underwear were never recovered. Christopher had lacerations to various parts of his body and mutilation of his scrotum and penis. Oh, Jesus. 
At the time of their arrest, Jesse was 17 years old, Jason was 16 years old, and Damien was 18 years old. Um, just wait. Jason and Damien had been previously arrested for vandalism and shoplifting, respectively, and Jesse had a reputation for his temper and for engaging in fistfights with other teenagers at school. That does not mean they're going to possibly rape and murder three eight-year-old boys. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean anything. This next part pisses me off. The persecution, prosecution, sorry, prosecution pointed out that, uh, what's his face? Eccles, what's his first name? Damien, Damien's Metallica t-shirt proved he was involved in what the jury coined as, as a satanic killing. <laughs> there was no, okay. there was no DNA evidence from the accused at the crime scene. They were released from prison in 2011 after a celebrity-backed campaign held helped resuscitate interest in the boy's story. I try, I tried to look it up, but I just lost interest trying to figure out what celebrity did it. Maybe it was Metallica. Maybe. Maybe. Possibly. So, I literally said, list of bullshit that happened in this trial. <laughs> a lot of bullshit. A lot of bullshit. Okay. So, Richard, an expert on false confessions and police coercion, uh, and a professor of sociology at U.S. UC Berkeley testified that the briefing rec brief recording of what's his first name Jesse's interrogation was a classic example of police coercion foreman and jury misconduct so there was foreman and jury misconduct Kent Arnold the jury foreman on the Eccles Baldwin trial had discussed the case with an attorney prior to the beginning of deliberations you're not supposed to talk about the trial at all mm -hmm. at all in like outside of the courtroom you're not supposed to talk about it mm -hmm. he fucked up and he's a foreman he's the police officer dude in the court of course okay um and then stidham stidham who was their lawyer testified under oath that during the trial judge david burnett erred by making an improper communication with the jury during its deliberations so he went and talked to the jury He's not supposed to do that. And he Jeez knows better. Louise. There's like a list of other stuff, but it's just like very similar to like, it's just a repeat of all this mm -hmm. bullshit. So this is, they were wrongfully convicted. They didn't do it. I don't even think they found out who actually killed the kids because it, this took so long to get to trial mm -hmm. that there was like, well, we didn't do it. And then I think DNA came in. I didn't write the end of it because I was too pissed off. <laughs> and so I was like, like, they didn't find out who did it? I don't think so. Or they did. I don't remember. I just should have put the ending of this. Well, just circle, like, circle it, because I want to look it up and see if they did find who did it, because that's that's rough. Like, eight-year-old boys? Like, yeah. Who so the maybe hell we can do, do that? I'll, I might do this one later, just as more detailed evidence. This is just a, a cover-up, but... Like, who would do that to That's gross. That's, like, real gross. Um, let's see. So my last one is Kimberly Long. Um... In the early morning of October 6, 2003, excuse me, oh, um, Kimberly Long arrived home and discovered her boyfriend, uh, bl blunted, blun bludgeoned, jeez, I've never said that word in my life, but that is a weird word to bludgeoned. say. Bludgeoned. I know, bludgeoned, uh, to death in the couple's living room. She immediately called 911. Res responding paramedics arrived and determined her boyfriend, Oswaldo, Ozzy, whatever, just Ozzy, had been dead for quite some time. His skin was 
an ashen color and his body was cool to the touch in the beginning stages of de decomposition. I need to put this somewhere else. I'm looking down. There we go. Uh, Kimberly was taken in taken into the Corona Police Department and interviewed. She had last seen Ozzy around 11 p.m. the night before when they had gotten into an argument. Kimberly had stormed off and left with her boyfriend, left with her friend, Jeff Dills. I was like, well, that's fucked up. Her boyfriend. Uh, left with her friend, Jeff Dills, because Kimberly admitted that she and Ozzy had argued. Law enforcement polygraphed her, polygraphed her, she passed the test. What? Oh, polygraphed her, she passed the test, or does, period. Ozzy really had no enemies, although both he and Kimberly had been having problems with their respective exes. A polygraph of Ozzy's ex-girlfriend came back inconclusive and initially... Uh, those close to Ozzy thought his ex-girlfriend was behind the murder. Com comment commenting, you know we never thought that it's... It would actually go this far. Sure, we had our disagreements, but I thought that was because of a difference in our uh, astrology signs. But it was... It... it Ha Jeez, Louise, but it has committed this horrible act. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, the way she is, it took, I'm sure it was her. I mean, I'm positive. There's nobody else. She is going to kill him all the time. I mean, it's only obvious, you know, who is saying that? Like I, it's, I think one of the neighbors was saying it like one of his friends or something. A polygraph of Ozzy's ex-girlfriend came back and in inconclusive and initially those close to Ozzy thought his ex-girlfriend was behind the murder. Okay. So it's, uh, those, it was someone close to Ozzy commenting, saying that his ex-girlfriend was going to do it. Oh shit. I just lost my page. Shit, shit, shit. There it is. <laughs> um, so two days later, Jeff deals told law enforcement that on the evening of Ozzy's death, he dropped Kimberly off at 1.20 a.m., 49 minutes before the 911 call came in. Officers believed Jeff and and as such could not ignore the gaping hole in Kimberly's timeline. <laughs> so it was like 49 minutes or something from when she was dropped off to when yeah. she called. Yeah, but because she, she they said she got back at 11 or some no, shit. No, like, like 129, I believe. Uh... She said she had last seen Ozzy at 11 p.m. the night before when they got into an argument. And then her friend Jeff dropped her off at like 1.30-ish. Yeah, 1.29 or 1.20 a.m. So 49 minutes before the 911 call came in, officers bleed Jeff and such, uh, as such could not ignore the gaping hole in uh, Kimberly's time. Yeah, because that's, that's like two hours and 20 minutes. Um, but it's but the thing is he was like so ashen and like decompose like starting to decompose. Yeah, it was way but that it, it takes a, like a day or two. No, least. not necessarily. Depending on if it's hot out, if they don't have AC, like it could be quicker. But the thing is, it's I don't know. There was just a lot of miss. Yeah. Steps uh, here. Uh, if okay, so um, okay, officers believe. No, I already said that. Nor if Ozzy's ex uh, committed the crime, the 49 minute window would be inexplicable. Uh, unbeknownst to her, unbeknownst, 
unbeknownst to her, Jeff was a suspect in the case and at the time had offered to help law enforcement in the investigation. He died before he could be thoroughly questioned about his statement, yet the case against Kimberly proceeded to trial. How the fuck did he die? You <laughs> didn't say it. Like, I didn't look it up. Wow. Either. The first jury hung nine in favor to, of acquittal. The mm -hmm. second jury, who took a break from deliberations uh, to celebrate Christmas, returned a guilty verdict. He, alter, he alternate jurors laminated laminated to trial judge Patrick lamented. lamented to trial judge Patrick F Magers that the evidence was by no means enough to prove Kimberly killed Ozzy judge Mayers, known to be a cross prosecutor friendly judge agreed. Although he gave Kimberly a life sentence, he stated to make a perfectly, perfectly clear record in this matter. If this was a court trial, if the court, would have heard the evidence in the case, I would have found the defendant not guilty. I would have found that the evidence was insufficient to prove beyond a uh, reasonable doubt. That is my trial court decision in this case. Obviously, it was not a trial or court trial. It was a jury trial. Kimberly appeared before Judge Mayers again 11 years later. This time she had conclusive proof of her innocence forensic pathology evidence that ozzy died long before 1 20 a.m forensic evidence uh that the perpetrator would have had blood on them and yet she did not and the presence of unknown male dna at the crime scene kimberly also presented evidence of third party motive ozzy had obtained a restraining order against his ex-girlfriend who had in the months leading up to his murder made increasingly yeah. harassing and threatening phone calls. She at one point threatened to slash both Ozzy's damn Ozzy's and Kimberly's throats. She also came to Kimberly and Ozzy's house, put glue in the keyholes of the house <laughs> and wrote a, uh, and wrote deadbeat and asshole in the permanent marker on Ozzy's white truck. Ozzy's ex wrote a letter to Kimberly claiming I will always get the laugh in the end and a un unanimous decision unanimous in, oh in a unanimous decision november 30th 2020 wow the california supreme court once and for all tossed out kim long's murder convention when did this start again it's i think she was at least in there for 11 years it said 11 years later she brought up in the early in 2003 so she was in jail for 17 years. 17 years. Ouch. Ouch. That sucks. Um, so that, are you, you're done? Yeah, that was oh, it. Okay. So I wanted to put a girl wrong. So they picture. didn't even, like, they didn't even uh, accuse the ex-girlfriend either. So basically no. his is open and closed But it's her, case. like, but it was, it was, it was her. It was who? The ex-girlfriend. That did it? Yeah. I believe that's how it ended. But... I mean, I really they, should put they don't, they didn't say it here, but I was, cause I was more focused on the person who was wrongfully convicted. Not oh, the actual that's true. That's true. So that's why I was like, I don't really care who actually did it. I so mean, we still need to find out. Like, yeah, who but then did we it. could do these stories more in depth later if we wanted to. So we true, I guess. I mean, this was kind of in depth It's just, we just needed to know. I thought that one was really interesting because it was a more recent and B like, we still fucked it up. Like not we as in you and me, but like, I was like, as a. Jury. I wasn't there. <laughs> and I was like, I like the judges like, I don't, I don't agree with this. In all means, it's not my fault. 
But but yeah, but, that jury's an idiot. He's like, if this was in if this was in a court trial, like I would have basically like let her go free. But since it's a jury trial, mm-hmm. he's convicting her. Right. Uh, life's, that's fucking stupid. Hard eye roll, folks. Like, how can you Hard even say that? Roll. And then like, because go. He, did, he didn't want the blame on him. He's like, I didn't do it. And I'm like, well, you're the judge. You can tell how many. I'll give you five days in jail. Okay. Yeah. Like, like he can be like, no, you're say. not guilty. Like, this is not pointing at you. And then they need to figure and out who the, the fuck did it. And then what's the point of the jury? So it's like, I understand where he's coming from. But at the same rate, they can say she's guilty. But the thing is, the evidence was not enough. There was not enough evidence to point that she like, did Like, the it. only evidence they had against her was that there was a big like gap in, in her time. But there's the time but the thing line, is, but that was it. it even said that, oh, Jeff could have had the time wrong. He could have dropped her off at two. Yeah. And well, that would like, have been even later. That would yeah. have been three hours. Yeah. And but so still, it's like, like, she was like, no, it was like late at night, early in the wee hours of the morning. And she came back and she found her boyfriend dead and she called the police. Like, so I wonder how, so she goes into the house or apartment, whatever they live in yeah. and find her boyfriend dead. So, how the fuck did the ex-girlfriend or whoever did it get inside? Oh, maybe it was like, because there probably wasn't forced injury, so she probably went to the house, knocked on the door, and he, like, opened, opened it, it because yeah. he knew her. Yeah. Um, and then... Like, but that's a shitty... Like, what the ex-girlfriend did was, like, put glue in the fucking keyholes. That sucks. That means you have to change out all the locks because mm-hmm. you can't get that shit out. And you won't be able to, ant- like, enter or unlock shit. Nope. Yeah, they have to get them changed. So maybe that's, yeah, that's I rough. Mean, okay, so poor, poor Ozzy. Man, that sucks. But that is the topic for Psycho the day. Ex girlfriends. Uh, we had a mix of stories, and we learned a lot about the court system and how we cannot pronounce words. Yeah, a lot of words. <laughs> I didn't like when I'm reading it. I'm like blah blah blah. This is great. This is great. I don't like think in my head. I have to say these words out loud. Yeah. Well, I mean, this also <laughs> concludes how the our jurisdiction judicial system <laughs> is super fucked up. Okay. So also be careful, like, because this whole like if you're trying to defend your home thing, there's like a bunch of rules that go into that too. I'm sure the main one that y'all probably should know or do know, if if you shoot someone on your lawn and they get away you are going to go to jail. If you shoot someone outside and you kill them, you are going to go to jail. Make sure it's in your house and you kill them. In the house. And just like if they, someone, because there was one story, which I'm sure y'all heard about. Sorry, this is the last thing I'm going to get off subject. It's kind of on the same subject, but a little bit off. (laughs) A person is trying to rob this old, I think it was an old man or old lady. They break into her window. They basically jump into her window and a, Somehow, I don't know how there's a fucking like a mail opener mm-hmm. on the floor, but they apparently jumped in the window and land on the mail opener and cut like cut their foot completely open. Ew. And so they end up like leaving. Uh-huh. And so they call like 911 or like they basically goes to court and he wins the trial. And I think he gets like a million dollars or something from or like more he broke into my house yeah he breaks into and he's like and i think he even states like it's so fucked up he even states like well i went there to rob them but i got like what i I wanted he got more he he got more out of it that he wanted it's like it is super like he admitted to going there to rob them but then doesn't 
doesn't he get jail time for breaking and entering? It's already a closed case. Well, that's so. stupid. Okay. And it's like the, it's another rule with that. It's like a, not a double, what is it? It's a, there's double a Double jeopardy? Yeah, double jeopardy. You can't, like. You can't go back for the same crime. Yep. Yeah. Super well, fucked up, peeps. Super fucked up stories. This was very interesting. I really enjoyed research. A, this is fucked up, but I enjoyed researching this because it was interesting. I wasn't sure where this was going to go. I mean, there's like, because it said it was like 22,000. There's so many. Like almost, there's so like many options. So and I just wanted cases. to do like the most famous ones or the most in, like interesting ones. And so I tried to mix it up so it's not all racial focused because there's there a lot. Like, there wasn't, was there? There was, I think two of our stories were racial focused. Really? Yeah. But anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's our topic. Next episode, we have... We are qualified. We're not qualified. We so, are qualified. Y'all, start writing in more. I need stories. I had to veer off and do something else, which you we will reveal at our next episode. Um, but please, you know what where to write it to us. Um, it's inforthenight69 at gmail.com or inforthenightpodcast.com. We, uh, you can go to the website... And then click on contact and then just send us a little email there. It'll just go right to my email Mm -hmm, and I can mm -hmm. read it. And it's cute. You can pretty much send us anything and we'll read it. Confession, advice questions, funny stories that like are hilarious. I will not say your name. Everybody's anonymous unless you actually want me to say your name. Just Mm -hmm. let me know. Um, So do that. But what else can you find on our website? Patreon and merch. Patreon and merch. If you become a Patreon member, guess what? You get to see our lovely faces while we record. As we struggle, look at his face. You will if you become a Patreon. <laughs> um, but there's different tiers. You can $1 or up to, I think, 50 Or you can, I think, I don't remember. There, I did I it. Remember. But you get to see pretty pictures of our dogs on there. And then you even see pictures of us on our website. I have to add some pictures of Wade on our website because I haven't done that. But I am going to figure out how to put the episode guide on there so people can see the episodes. But I'm dumb, so it's taking me a while. Other than that, that is all on my side. Um, I hope we gave you a reason to stay in for the night. Bark, bark, arrow. Bark, bark. And until next time, peeps, peace out.